0: So Y'all hear me? No? Yeah. All right. I can hear you quicker without. What's that? I can hear you quicker without. Yeah, but you know what the only problem is? Is uh, if somebody wants to listen to it later online? The, the, uh, the bell mic is not working, and then I turn away, all of a sudden you lose everything. That was out of reach. I know I played it like the day before yesterday. So, um, apparently, I think it's a new place. Today. Um, give me part two. And now I'm going to have, not now, but I know I'm going to have part three. Next Sunday will be a part three. I thought about going ahead and trying to do everything today and then just have like part three already all filled out and try to end it in the I started with it, but I said, no, I can't do that. I don't want to, to go ahead and uh, break it up. Because uh, I believe that it's. Um, as I've studied this myself, I believe that this is probably, other than our salvation, probably one of the most crucial things that we understand, get down. Uh, as far as giving, and, and as we're going to see today, it's, it's far more than just, you know, finance. But, um, key thought. Uh, you all, everybody, have notes. Forgive me, my voice, but my, my voice, when I was starting to sing, all of a sudden started getting scratchy or whatever, I don't know. But uh, eternal investment is the key thought for the lesson today. uh, Last week, or the week before, what is the meaning of giving and what are my responsibilities in this area? Why should I give? We kind of dealt with that. Uh, Let's go ahead and do a quick word of prayer before we get into this. Good Father coming for you now. I'm going to you we said this topic, but you see in my heart, I have these thoughts. Maybe more effective service, more effective uh, children in your kingdom, God. Be stretched The next point here What is the purpose of financial giving? Faithful giving of the saints to the local church supports missions. Um, not every believer will or is able to go to the mission field or even to, uh, serve in a certain capacities or a certain ways. But all can be, you your blank there, all can be involved in investing by sending others called to God through prayers, encouragement, and financial support. Some references there. The principle of sharing the rewards or dividends in eternity is described by King David in 1 Samuel. Uh, That is a story there where we're going to go to war. Uh, There's a group that have gotten uh, too labored, unable to continue on. The other group goes forward, uh, gets their wives, gets all the goods back or whatever. And and there's a group that, that in the Bible is kind of described as I'm sorry, Romans and because they didn't go with them. And David made the statement, for who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that carried by the stuff. They shall part alike. If my point, that, there's a whole message that I, I uh, preached on it a number of years ago. The whole point is that is that even though we're not able to go to a mission field physically, If we're involved in sending missionaries to the mission field, we're all part, we're all the same team, we're all invested in it, and when it comes to getting to heaven, we're going to be sharing the rewards as well, as far as sincerity, as far as being involved, whether it's prayers, whether it's uh, encouragement, whether it's financial giving. Secondly B, giving supports those, you know, we're, we're dealing with what is the purpose of financial giving giving support those within the church body who are unable to support themselves. Number one, those who are faithful, those who are faithful to the Lord Jesus and His local church, Acts 6-1. Um, number two, those who do not have a family to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the number one key there is, is those that are faithful that we need to be concerned about making sure we're involved. People that you know, come in and want to hand out, they're just used to I'm just going to trust the discernment of the pastor on what to do in, in situations like that. Whether I would or wouldn't, you know, I mean not believe in the leadership of the pastor in relation to that. Number C, giving supports the leadership of the local church. Giving supports the leadership of the local church. In 1 Timothy 5, let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Especially they who labored in the word and doctrine, for the Scripture saith, "Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn." And the labor is worthy of his reward. Um, this is an area I'm kind of sensitive in, and I, I understand that um, a lot of this we may already understand or grasp, and remember that this some of this comes from material discipleship material that, you're, that you would be using if you were wanting to have a, a brand new baby Christian just got saved or somebody who really doesn't know the word of God from one side and you want to te- teach them uh, these principles as far as in scripture but it's also I think good just to have a good reminder many times uh, you've heard me time here um, every two years because training and some of it is just repetition like, you we've had two years, you okay, we've had this every year, for every two years, for the last 20 years. A lot of that is that, you know, so you don't lose it. To, to ingrain it. So to become such a nature so you understand. D, giving uh, back back up to leadership. Um, I think a church needs to be sensitive. Yes, sir. Does that term double up upon me? The, uh, there, there's... I'll research it and get back to you. Okay. I would I would say that you know you're honoring people, honoring elders that may be in the church, that somebody who is serving as far as ministry to you. Do you study the back do you study the Bible I'll week in and week out like Pastor Boots does? I should sure don't myself. Um and he comes up here, and when you have someone who is uh, providing the Word of God, preaching the Word of God, teaching the Word of God to the extent that He does. To me, it's just a matter of making sure that we're uh, respecting number one, number two, though, be sensitive to His needs and, and to give honor to whom honor is due. Right? And you know, the Bible talks about give honor to honor honors and whatever they call me to do a prayer as far as to some event or uh, whatnot as a chaplain um i'll mention that either my prayer or a statement or whatever you know we're here today as far as to give honor to whom honor is due and believe me if you're that state police graduation and you can usually fall through you know however many weeks you know 39 weeks of a nightmare you know it's a you can kind of appreciate it um but do you honor who my honor is due My i says we need to give them double honor really make sure that we're doing them honor. that's just off the top of my head good question uh, do you have an answer? Or do you have you heard a message where somebody said something, or is it, something I've, about it? I've heard where someone said uh, it had more to do with financial uh, obligation to them. Give them double. I thought, <clears throat> let double what? Double what? Yeah, right. I, I don't know about that because you know, if Pastor Boots gets gets to the point where now where not have a problem with it in all in split seconds. So it do not be wrong. And the church got to the point where he, you know, they can support him. And he was worthy of it. It wouldn't phase me as far as having to have a salary of a hundred thousand dollars a year. All right, there's a, there's a lot of. Um, you no, know, we haven't got. Well, oh no, the state police. Yeah, there's a number of higher officials, like you no know, captains or uh, uh, lieutenant girls or whatever, maybe up to about a hundred thousand dollars. And as far as I'm concerned, what Pastor Boots is doing is far more valuable. Than what a lieutenant colonel of the state police is doing, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but now, with that, come across as far as, okay, I was just a double honor, so we got a double the months just because. I don't want that. But I think the church definitely needs to be sensitive to the needs of a pastor. Um, and, and the reason why I say that is there's some people that have the attitude of, well, He's in the ministry, he's like when he spoke with the Braggs, um, and it's, I don't know maybe really I'm sensitive. in a lot of it because maybe it was just a different time, I don't know, but Monday um, uh, I was a great pastor, or he used a great church planner, and um, I have nine kids, but uh, I think I'm so just kind of sensitive that area as well. Number T, number D, or letter D. Giving supports the nuts and bolts, you need to put operation there in the blank. Supports the nuts and bolts operation of the local church. Utilities, materials, maintenance. And it's kind of like a kind of basic like, oh wow, do get your pencils out for this one. Um, but still, it's it's all part of you know, where does we don't have some kind of side ministry as far as selling thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars worth of our music ministry that we just developed and all of a sudden now uh, all this money's coming in um, to support everything. You should have the confidence this is just a, a you have a up there when you're giving supports you should have confidence in the way your church leadership handle God's money. God's money Although not necessary, an annual financial support and open-door financial policy where any member could address a question to an administrative manager or deacon would certainly build membership confidence. If you're curious or have a good reason to believe that the church's resources are not being used scripturally, ethically, or wisely, then speak to the individuals that that have uh, that responsibility. Uh, Me personally, I I haven't been concerned. Um, the I, I think a part of that is getting to know the people that are involved in handling the finances. You have somebody it's like okay. the way he lives his life. I don't really know if I trust him. You know, with ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? He's like he gonna be the financial manager. What's going on here? But um, I think I think it's a good point. Because you, you want to have confidence. You know, every single decision, I'm just, I'm just going to trust the Lord. If it's something radically just off balance, then that's something you look at. That's general rule. It's like, what I, it doesn't matter what I would do. I'm not the one that has to stand before God and give me a one day. But you know? it's just something extreme. 2 Corinthians 8, 20 and 21 says, Avoiding this, that no man should blame us in this abundance, which is administered by us, providing for honest things, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. And, and we understand that should be the guiding principle of deserve handle the finances. Um, going down to the next point. What should I give? Our giving is ultimately more than mere finances. It's also more than just mere finances. Before we consider giving anything, we must remember... We must remember that, ourselves, that we ourselves have been purchased by God with Christ's blood, and we belong to him. We belong to him, First Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. When we have that mindset or that attitude, it, it, it just makes things so much easier when it comes to dealing with issues. It's not like, I'm going to be in charge. Now, ultimately, yeah, because God provided this money, and you should be in charge of handling God's finances far as in your life and how it's how it's spent and where it's spent. <clears throat> Day. Give ourselves completely to the things of God. Give ourselves completely to the things of God. Be give attendance to the reading of God's word. We're dealing with time. And that can be difficult. It's just a matter of what has priority. We'll make time for things that we want to make time for. The question is, do they have any value? And many times, we're not careful. They don't really have eternal value. Um, We just need to make sure that the priorities in our life are are right. Give attendance to the reading of God's Word. See, give earnest heed, earnest Eve, attention attention obedience, to what we have heard. Uh, a thought there is that you know in the Old Testament, Moses came down from the mountain, he'd gotten all this revelation from God. This holy men spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost, and he conveys it and by the mouth of Moses. He gives them the Word of God, and they need to pay attention and listen to it. And uh, that's why it's important as far as uh, listening to good preaching and biblical preaching and teaching. And then not only being listeners, but be doers. D, give ourselves continually to prayer. Prayer. Letter D, Give thanks. Words mean thanks, don't they? Words mean thanks. Give thanks in everything. In everything. There in verse 25, 18. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Letter Give voluntarily. Give voluntarily of the three resources God has given you time, talent, treasure. Time, talent, and treasure. The time that you have, the abilities that you have can be used and the um, the treasure you have. Uh, well, we, we have time at the end, me to hand you of this one. How much should I give? Hey, give your tithe 10% to your church. I hammered this in last week's message in, in the week before. Um, I'm still putting the notes, just a reminder if you hang on to these notes. The local New Testament church is the only God ordained and established structure for the fulfillment of the Great Commission. Not any parachurch organization, televangelists, uh, religious ministries, mission endeavors, and projects void of a local church authority and oversight. Um, some of them, they can be great, great, doing great work. But the bottom line uh, the local church is what is the biblically established structure that God ordained, Jesus Christ said. Uh, as far as this 10% in the scripture, number one, before before the law was instituted, people like to recover, well that was just an old testament thing as far as under the law. No, it was even before the law. Abraham gave tithes before he was ever, that we know he may have been instructed that we don't have the canon of scripture that records it, but there's just something that he gave. He never heard of the Mosaic Law when he was alive. Secondly, under the law, under the Mosaic law, a person gave a tithe, 10% of their gross income to God. Malachi three. Number three, the tithe was holy, was holy unto the Lord and did not belong to the person. Leviticus 27, and all the tithe of the land, whether the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy unto Unto the Lord. Number four. The promise. The promise in Malachi 3. Is that God will prosper. The remaining 90%. More than the original 100%. And there's some passage of scripture here. And here at this point. You know. This is a great wealth of, of abuse. and Perversion by many people as far as, like I mentioned, the prosperity gospel where addition, we'll just give it. And the reason why I'm giving money is because I want to go ahead and get a hundredfold back. I that's the wrong motive. And it's like, do you really trust the honor? I honestly, I was, I was going to mess with uh, my ship on the Amazon tonight, a dear friend of mine, and uh, I, I, get off, I got off my and the night before, I stayed out until 5 o'clock in the morning because it was all that snow. And, uh, it wasn't ordered to, but I got okay to do it just to be out with him. And so we ride up here a while while and I'm heading home. He gets his mask on. And he's already had two shots. He's already had the booster shot. He's already had COVID. Still doesn't have to be 31 years old. has no clue how he got it. But um, he's already had COVID. He gets out with his mask. So, so much for trusting the Lord. And then I, and I thought, well, he can come back and was like, do you wear a seatbelt? So much for you trust the Lord? Uh, so you, have, you know, there's other you don't want to test with You to trust God. You got to go jump off that bridge and see if it's like, and it's the same thing with finance. We don't, our motive is very, very, very short, but the Bible still says that there's a promise in Malachi 3 that God will prosper. Number five. Jesus commended, commended tithing. Matthew 23 23. And, and it's something that I've read a couple times over to make sure I grasped it and I understood it. I read it through a few times. But Jesus Christ is speaking here Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye pay tithe of mint and anise in cummin. And have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done and not leave the other undone. What Jesus Christ basically just said there is that yes, you ought to have given the tithe. And that's Jesus Christ's teaching. So Jesus Christ's teaching is should, should we take should we take? we apply it to our lives as far as tithing in relation to tithing. Meaning. going back up in relation to tithing. I've heard this statement before that, you know, over 10% At home and abroad is the extension and outreach of our local church. Some of God's greatest blessings have come through missions giving. There, Philippians 4, means 8. Letter C. Give to others. Give to others. God channels his provisions through other people. One man's abundance is another man's need. Allow God to use you to supply other people's needs. Paul specifically mentions taking care for others, especially for the saints, there in verse 13 16. Number three, number three. Although the money may not go to the church, your giving to others is still for the Lord. Jesus said in Matthew 25, inasmuch as ye have done it unto the one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me um i don't want this to come across from because it very easily come across from but uh when i was in romania there was no shortage of beggars and you get, you get very easily determine which ones these children are out there because the children aren't getting the money if you look around and see the bully over the corner you see mama. It's always a really professional thing. But um, every once in a while, i would be walking down in the center here at Wisconsin, and there'd be a beggar there sitting, and, and he's all a mess. Uh, as far as just, you can see that he's physically messed up. And doesn't have a lot of mobility or something like that. And, um, and I stopped and talked to him or her, do you read can you read oh yes i can read i not to track it about reading um uh, time to read and then that's comes with us was, you're going to have this most important thing and then um i would uh, give money at that point but um Um, it, is, it is important that a lot of times give to others and they may not go through the church. D. Give sacrificial. Uh, there is through Scripture, number one, they gave out of their deep poverty. 2 Corinthians 8. Number two, the widow gave two mice. Just by how much is left, not by how much you give. Or if God sees the heart of a giver rather than the size of the gift. And it probably, when it comes to giving financially, that point there is probably extremely important. You just have of look at your heart, your motivation, why you're giving, um, your whole attitude behind it. And that's very, that's very. Number five, any offerings given to missions or other causes should not be deducted from your tithe. And this is simple stuff, forgiven. The tithe is for your local church and its work. Offerings are above and beyond the tithe. Malachi 3 8. Notice that tithes and offerings are not the same, they are listed separate. Conclusion <coughs> How am I to give? Oh, okay. It should be given. Next week's lesson deals with how am I to give the exact same way we want God to give us money and possessions. You do not have to be poor to please God. At what point does and this is an interesting point here? You don't have to be poor to please God. They have a long discussion of the trooper the night before last there in the office. They got talking about um, you know can you can you be Can you be right with God, or can God look on you favorably if you're super rich? We just have this whole, whole conversation. And listen, it all deals with the heart. God's looking at the heart. Amen. Amen. Right. So, you know, is my $10 mine? Is my $10 million mine? Or does it all belong to God? At what point does money interfere in my relationship with God? And what are the proper attitudes I should develop for uh, to Possessions, you must strike a proper balance in your attitude toward money and possessions. And we'll get into that uh, more next week. But a testimony that's interesting that I think is interesting. Um, you know, back when I wasn't living for the Lord, cared about the things of God, I was a young police officer in Richmond for three, four years now, just doing whatever I wanted to go to church. Uh, how can you faithfully go to church maybe once every six months? Uh, it would be pretty good for or six months um, wanted to uh, uh, maybe settle down and, get serious I, need a wife. and I had enough with about me that I wanted somebody that God wanted to have uh, some of the teaching my parents took me to but it was really good uh, I wasn't trying to cut all things of or whatever but it was probably about um, dating and marriage, and all, and I knew that whatever it was, I, I needed to have what God wanted to have. <laughs> so uh, I'm back, I, I decided to get my life straightened out a bit, got back in church. And, and you know, in church, and it's like, you know, I can come as far as to give your talents, your abilities. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm a little handy with automobiles and would the and is there anybody that you know needs help that I could help out? And uh, there's one of the young men in church that I asked, one of the young adults. And he goes, well, there's this Karen Anderson. Uh, I'm thinking that she needs to work on her car. So, yeah. So I go over to Karen. You know, I don't think it's on Wednesday night nice, surely you go over to see the front of her, and she looks up and sees me kind of surprised. It's like, uh, I heard you need work building your car. And uh, says, it yeah. It's incredible, I mean, I'm, I'm all on this. It was like, what, 35 or 36 years ago. the says, out, so we have done, went outside, and went where man can be reunited I into this day, this time, Lord, I've been always in the right part attitude when it comes to giving our motive or reason for.